Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, this is Zivi Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And speaking of books, I have two of my own books coming out this spring and summer. Princess Charming is a picture book, which debuts on April 19th, and Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, comes out on July 1st, and it is truly a labor of love. I hope you'll pre-order, order, and join me on tour as I go across the country. You can find out more at zibbyowens.com or bookendsmemoir.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at zibbyowens because I always post about everything. Enjoy the show. Kevin and Danielle Jonas are co-authors of There's a Rock Concert in My Bedroom. And yes, this is one of the Jonas Brothers. Kevin Jonas is a father, actor, investor, philanthropist, and one-third of Grammy-nominated multi-platinum pop band Jonas Brothers. He was born and raised in New Jersey, where he resides with his wife and two daughters, Alina and Valentina. Danielle Jonas is a mother, TV personality, actress, and founder and designer of jewelry company Danielle Jonas Co., She was also born and raised in New Jersey, where she resides with her husband and two daughters, Elena and Valentina, the same ones. So here you go. Get your kids to come listen. A Jonas brother is on his way. Welcome, Kevin and Danielle. Thanks so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss your amazing children's book, There's a Rock Concert in My Bedroom. Oh, thank you for having us. Oh, it's my pleasure. So please tell listeners, what is your children's book about and why write this book? Well, we wanted to do a children's book forever. And it only made more sense as our kids got a little older and we all, we had children, which 
kind of helped the whole story. <laughs> and we started to see like books that they were reading that they liked, but we've always wanted to encourage them in different ways. And one of the things that we deal with a lot is having to be in front of a lot of people. And then we saw it started to happen with our daughters as they were starting to do dance recitals, going to school, you know, performances and how those nerves could kick in sometimes. And so for us, this was just kind of a fun way to remind them that it's about having fun. When our daughter Alina had a dance recital, she actually got like super in her head. She practiced like every day, even after the rehearsals and kind of stopped having fun with it. And I think then we turned off the, you know, the, the noise in her head in a way and just kind of created a family dance party. And it kind of helped her just remember to have a good time. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. So this kind of emulates that in a capacity. Mm-hmm. I think our family dance parties might do the opposite thing. I, nobody should see our family dance party. <laughs> I know that's not ours either. <laughs> no, but that's the whole point, right? Uh, that's the whole thing. It's just not, it's completely letting loose, like not even caring. And I think sometimes you can get in your own way. I can do it. You can do it. You know, we all can do it. So it's just, it's about having a good time. It's also a good tool to have because both of them are so different that uh, like our oldest Selena will tell us, you know, how she feels, if she's nervous, if things are going on in school, whereas our youngest Valentina, she doesn't. So using the books to like get that conversation going is good. Like we'll read something and then I'll be like, Hey, does, do you ever feel this way at school? Or does anybody make you feel like this? And then she kind of opens up. But if I ask her when she comes home from school, like, Hey, you doing good? She's like, yeah, mom. (laughs) I'm like, come on. (laughs) What's really going on? Yeah. Literally, sometimes I'm like, tell me like one thing, one thing from school. That's it. Just, you must've learned something. Something must've happened. You know, yeah. Not, that, that, that was one thing. We actually started doing that at dinner, which has been really wonderful. We you know, like, tell us the worst, not the worst, but tell us the bad part of your day and the, the best. Yes. Part we do that too. We do best and worst and then most yeah. challenging and time you laugh the hardest. Yeah. Oh, oh time you laugh the hardest. Oh, I like that one. Oh, I like um, that. And it, it really does allow them to really bring out the conversation and, you know, around dinner time, And so for us, it works really well. I don't know when it shifts. I feel like when people ask me, I'm like, I go on forever. You know, I'm like, here's, here's what happened in my day. Let me explain. Like, <laughs> da, 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 da. you know, I don't know when it shifts, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So do you, do either of you or do you, did your daughters have the lucky charms? Like, was that something that was given to you as, a, as advice or just, you? oh my gosh, you know, that was uh, definitely something when we were talking about the book, they always, have things that they give to each other. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they're always making each other bracelets or necklaces or like my, our oldest writes cards to everyone in their yeah. family. Like she wanted to make Valentine's this year for, I think like a hundred like people, yeah. including their dogs. Uh-huh. So like, it's always about, she always wants to do something special and she, they really are, you know, not tooting on horn, but they really do think about others a lot mm-hmm. and which makes us really Happy. They had um, their first day of school and they had a necklace that was broken in half. It's a big sister, little sister, and they Aww. both put it in their backpacks. So they they do do those little things to like have those little reminders. He also has a reminder on stage. Right. So like he, there's different things that we like to do. All right. So what's your reminder on stage? Well, so my guitar, it's funny. My guitar picks, I actually have one because we're in our little office here, but my has our initials like K and D. You can't really say K and D on it. So every night I've got my, my family with me. <laughs> That's so sweet. What if you're in like a fight? Do you just like toss it to the side? Well, and, you know? I just like, keep throwing it at the audience. <laughs> oh actually, I really try not to be. That's one thing. It's like kind of going, you know, people always say like, don't go to bed angry. It's like, I try really hard not to go on stage angry. Yeah. yeah. 
I feel like anytime you're doing something creative and there's too much emotion packed in there, it always seeps out, whether you're cooking. No matter what, like you just can't get out of your head, you can't get out of your own way. And so I understand that feeling big time. <laughs> well, next Valentine's Day, if your daughter wants to <laughs> wants, wants to make some extra money, I'm happy to help have her help my kids because it was like <laughs> pulling teeth to do all the Valentines for oh my gosh, all the kids no. in all the classes, each one individually. So if she wants to make a hundred Valentines, you know, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Start her own little business on the side. That'd be amazing. <laughs> you know, one thing that struck me about your book is, you know, just how important family is in helping right. people get each member of the family get over their own challenges, whether it's stage fright or whatever it is and how it was so great that in the book, the whole family really bonds together. But I feel like that that's so often not the case, right? There are all these kids who don't have the luxury of a tight-knit family or just people who totally love them and support them and will do anything. And yet they have to somehow muster up these inner resources to get through situations like this. And maybe they end up not doing, you know, what, what do we say to kids like that or people who maybe don't have the parents who have all these incredible tools or the little love note that the mom leaves or something like that, you know, I mean, that's, you know, we definitely thought about that while writing this book. And obviously we wanted to share some of like our personal story in that, you know, so not necessarily exactly what you're saying, but I think for people like that, we definitely grew up in a way where at a certain point we were so young in, you know, the entertainment business. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you're just instantly doing things on our own and kind of had to grow up very fast. And I think you take lessons that you learn from a lot of different places with you. One of the first things I learned was not from my parents about my work career and my life, which was don't, you know, look at the people that you admire and learn from their mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge lesson for me. It's like, wow. Yeah. Because sometimes they've been through it. They know more and it doesn't always have to be your parents. Parents don't always have the answers. What do you mean? Of course they do. (laughs) We're always right. We're always right. I mean, not my parents, but you know, me, I mean. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So what was it like collaborating to write the book together? Was that really fun? Like, did you, like, what was that process like for the two of you? I I always liked doing things with him and like down to the TV show and then even working on our homes together and stuff. So doing something like this and when he brought it to me and we started discussing it, it was actually exciting because we get to be together and, you know, just, I don't know. I love projects that we can do this together. You know, my life does take me away and travel. And so sometime when we can do a little project together, it really, you know, it's another, another way for us to connect. Everybody's like, all my friends are like, oh, you like to talk to your husband? Like, come on. <laughs> like, oh my God. Turns out we actually like each other. <laughs> and then, it's so convenient when that happens, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed, be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything. It might be time to work on those things, and I have a solution for you. Therapy. Online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help and I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy, and you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. <laughs> That's great. I have a children's book coming out too, actually in April. And I feel like people think it's, oh, thank you. It's so easy to do, but it's really not. Like you have to be really aware of how many pages there are and what goes on what page. And, you know, did you find that to be a challenge? Tell me about what that was like. Yeah, there was definitely some things we wanted to put in. And then, you know, we did come to like, there was like a crossroad at one point in the book where like, do we need the charm? Do we not need the charm? Like, is that taking away from the story? But we always felt like our, that was something, it wasn't to take place of the thing you can do by yourself. It was just mm-hmm. a reminder of the people that love you. And I think so for us, that was always kind of like, it's important and fun. And I think for us, we have a great team around us. So it did make it maybe a touch easier, but the book as an overall, I we just really loved making. I think the like pictures and stuff were hard for me because you want it to be cute enough and like yeah. draw attention to a younger kid. So I had to like, I don't know. You were very focused on their eyes. Mm-hmm. She really was. It was really interesting. Right. Like how they looked and the eyes and like, you're, you're sensitive to those things. Like she loves people. Like when she meets someone, she'll like really connect with them depending on what their voice sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's my voice doing? I don't know. I hope I'm okay. Very good. Very good. (laughs) I I could tell actually that you would like that. (laughs) Well, my daughter loved the outfits. So if you were, you know, I don't know about the eyes or whatever, but the clothes. Yeah. A little extra, you know. There you go. (laughs) How do you feel? I mean, this is obviously you're a performer, right? And the book is about get you're having your children sort of follow in your footsteps and tread the same path, whether it's stress inducing or not. How do you feel about if your daughters did want to be singers and all that, would you say no or yes? Or have you noticed yeah, talent? Or? It's so funny. I get this question probably the most out of any I'm sorry. Question. I'm sorry to no, ask. No, no, no. no. Questions it's, everybody it's, asks. It's interesting because it, it makes sense that people would be interested in that question. I think we've always talked about it like very similar to what my parents did, which was never pushed us to do this stuff. Like it was never forced upon us, but it was always supported. And if this is something that they wanted to do or have a passion, I would make sure they understand what kind of sacrifices it takes and the practice that, you know, to mm-hmm. get there and the work, how hard it is. Right. But it would never be pushed upon them or forced in any capacity. I've seen and met too many stage parents to, uh, to do that. I bet. But if they wanted to do it, you wouldn't be like, no, don't ever try this. 
No, but I would definitely, I would definitely push them to understand what it all means. And I explain to them some of the, um, the challenges with it. It's not all, it might look easy for dad now, but it mm-hmm. wasn't always that way. Mm-hmm. And how do your kids, now that they're getting older, how do you feel? I mean, I was watching some of your earlier days of your show together and like your dad coming over and you dealing yeah. with that. And, you know. That hasn't changed, but that's cool. We like it. Oh my gosh, so funny. <laughs> Planning out the dinner party. And the- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do your kids, what do they make of it when they get to watch their parents sort of navigate in-law relationships and all of that on YouTube or whatever. You know, it's bad enough that we have it on like home movie. Yeah, we haven't, I don't think they've even seen the show, have they? No, they they did, but they had no interest in it. Oh. It was kind of like, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it, we're, we're kind of finding that like, they're getting a little bit more sensitive with going to concerts mm. and being involved in that way, which is, kind of funny to watch them through it because they've kind of grew up with it and grew up with him being, you know, on stage or getting attention in in some ways. And, and they got a little weird, this tour where they kind of were like, people are watching us, you Mm -hmm. know, like what do we do? And why are they watching us? And we had to like, try to like kind of calm their nerves on like, you know, everybody, loves you and wants to wish you well and want to like see you do things that are great and you know and just they want to be a part of our family and you should feel so happy that you know people are rooting for you and yeah. you know things like that and trying to make them feel comfortable about it definitely mm. yeah i mean you guys, I mean, I mean this in the nicest way. You seem like totally normal parents, right? Do you know what I mean? Like you seem like anybody, anybody else who would be at drop off or pick up or whatever. And yet you have like this whole other life, right? So how do yeah, you. Yeah, it is hard you, to balance sometimes for sure. You know, like you definitely walk into moments where you're like, cool. Like our daughter's first day of school last, mm-hmm. you know, before, really before the pandemic began was mm-hmm. I was finally back on tour and I was in a different state. And so I actually took our tour bus overnight to get to home so I could Aww. wake up for her first day of school and then had to leave directly after to get to the show that night. So like, I, I want to try to be there for the, we both do. We want to try to be there for the moments that are important, but there are definitely times where it's like, well, I also have to be in a, two places at once. What are some of the books that you like to read to the girls? A lot of like conversational ones for, to be honest, like, at, like getting angry and mm-hmm. like what the to theme, do. Yeah. yeah. Like very themed ones just because, it does help them like connect to their emotions. And I find that they have the hardest time with that right now, especially too, ever yeah. since the pandemic and all that. So yeah, I think, I what was it? Pop, pop my top. That's what I was just yeah. thinking. Yeah. I can't remember exactly the, the, the book, but it was a while. And that one was great because our daughter did like, she didn't know how to express her emotions. Mm-hmm. At one point. And that one was like, we would remind her about the, the, the tools necess- like that you learned in that book to calm yourself down and mm-hmm. really, you know, I think that's the whole reason for these books, right? Yes, they're entertaining and they're fun, but there's, you know, there is a message and there is a learning environment in them. And I think that's what we all get out of books, but specifically with children's picture books. Yeah. I was literally just telling someone the other day, I was like, yeah, you know, when I was a little girl, I remember my mom gave me a a book that was called like managing your ups and downs because, you know, I always had like moods and they were like, she just gave you a book. And I was like, I mean, I love to read. It's okay. You know? <laughs> it helped. It helped. I mean, I don't know. They're managed enough, I guess. So, are there are there more children's books collaborations between the two of you in your future? 
I would, I would definitely hope so. Definitely think so. You know, we are just really excited about this one coming out and it's definitely a project that's been going on for a long time. So like three, four years. So it's nice to see it finally coming to fruition. Did the pandemic set it back? And like, what was uh, actually, no, it actually kind of helped us get it done because yeah. we were home together. So it kind of was, allowed us to like kind of focus on mm-hmm. getting some of these projects done. Mm-hmm. And then just one more question on the guitar piece of it. I know in the book, Emma would just like to play and she was thrumming and strumming and, you know, experimenting. There's such a pressure, I feel like, to get your kids guitar lessons, voice lessons, like have everything right. very structured. So what's your sort of philosophy on that with your kids or with kids in general who want to grow up to be singers? Should they do those classes? Should you just let them play on the instruments? What do you think? I think I was, I come from a different place a little bit. I was actually self-taught. So I was home for sick from school. I had strep for like three weeks. I was so bored of what, whatever was on TV. So I had, parents had a guitar in the house and a teach yourself guitar book. Literally that was the name of it. And that's how I started to learn. I just picked that up. And after about a week, I then faked being sick to stay home and keep working on the guitar. Wow. You know, it turned out that paid off. <laughs> I, I don't advise that to children listening, but at the same time, our daughter really wants to learn piano mm-hmm. right now, but somehow we let her like really play around with the piano for a while just to see if like that would break interest, just playing around, not really being structured. And it has not broken. She's really interested in it. And it's about finding interesting ways, especially now with technology. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many cool apps, programs that you can do that be, kind of gamify it all a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really cool and special way to start. If you're worried that they're not going to take it too serious or it's going to become a burden where that they're going to come and regret it. I do find that the arts and music is super important for child development and growth. And I, it was, it was in our house all the time. You know, my brother was eight years old when he did his first Broadway show. So like, you know, that's my daughter being working in the city every single night. I don't know if that would work for me in my brain right now, <laughs> but at the same time, he loved it. He didn't go on a family vacation because he wanted to not miss any shows. Like that was what he loved. Right. Um, so if it's, if it's inside you, it'll come out, you know? I love that. So great. Do you have any advice to aspiring picture book authors? I think just find your story and stick with it, you know, and find a community. Our brother-in-law is Danielle's sister's husband has been wanting to write children's books for so long. Um, he actually is working. I think he just sold his first one, which is incredible. And you, you know, he, he found that the, these literary groups where they would like work on, work on their writings together and like, you know, get notes as like from peers, which we're all trying to do the same thing, which I think was really helpful. So maybe communities like that would really help people as they're starting out. Yeah. Amazing. Is there anything that you wish you'd known when you were your daughter's age that as parents, just any one piece of advice, I know it's a big question, but. I guess I wish that I knew that everybody went through similar things like being nervous about, public speaking or other things, but I wish that like my brain really like took that in and that I wasn't the only one. You were not alone. Yeah. yeah. That's good advice. That's good advice for now for grownups. I mean, Oh, a thousand percent. And I think that that's why this is so fun for us because we're, the book is something we can all relate to. Even as parents, as you're reading it, you're it's kind of like, yeah, I, I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a presentation at work, whether it's, you know, literally being on stage like myself. Yeah. Well, now you have this book to get you through. So hopefully that will help Power. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It was lovely meeting you guys. Sorry for the interruption with my kids the whole no, time. No, I loved it. It makes, yeah. it makes us feel like it's our house. We, yeah. we totally get it. Okay. All right. Well, All right. best of luck with the book. Thank, thank you. Congratulations thank you. on yours as well. You okay. Too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.